Production. Recorded live. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Heavenly Mother, Divine Father, we thank Thee for all the blessings of life. We thank Thee for the gift of love. And we thank Thee for the gift of helping each other grow closer to Thee. We ask now that all present in the call and each one's premises, we ask that all who are affected by this reading, and being inclusive, we ask that all of us be filled, cleared, cleansed, attuned, harmonized, and protected within the universal white Christ light. the green healing light, the purple transmuting flame, the blue light of clarity, golden light of grace. Within God's will and for the highest good, we ask that any unnecessary or distracting forces or beings now be removed from our vibrations and held harmless within God's plan. We invite our souls and ourselves to join in unity of purpose that only the highest good be allowed to manifest during this reading and that we awaken even more in the depth of our beings to the loving presence of the Most High, the Creator of all, endless source of loving grace. For these blessings, Sip of water. Thank you. I'll start recording. Thank, Thank you. you. Beautiful prayer. Yeah. It is beautiful. Thank you. And just a reminder to all of us to mute yourself if possible when you're not speaking. Remember to unmute yourself if you are speaking and do everything possible to keep the background noise down. Thank you. We welcome you as monitor. What do you wish? Aloha, monitor. Thank you for your presence with us today. We appreciate it very much. Um, Rick, you are on first, so to speak. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Monitor, would you please comment on the Boston Marathon bombings as a false flag attempt? A false flag event, especially the young man named Jeff Bauman, who is the focus of the new movie called Stronger. 
<clears throat> was he a crisis actor with pre-existing amputations? Um, he was treated at the hospital I work at, Spalding Rehabilitation Hospital, so it makes me wonder, did any of my colleagues there know the true story behind the bombing and the injuries if it was a false flag? If so, were they bribed or blackmailed, etc.? So please comment on any of those aspects. Thank you very much. We find that it was not a false flag event. Huh? The <clears throat> situation arose in a set of very limited relationships involving the bombers. We therefore do not find a, a major cover-up involved. Rick, was, do you have any follow-up questions? Yes. Um, there were some inconsistencies about his injuries and why he didn't bleed to death and how he recovered so quickly and it just didn't seem quite medically um aligned can is that can you comment on that we see uh, a considerable amount of confusion following the event the federal government is no longer monolithic it consists of two major groups that may be regarded as separate shadow governments. That uh, involves the intelligence community and the military community as well. The differences in reports uh, is largely due to the diversity of uh, different uh, information sources based on in separate investigations. Thus, there is not a single clear narrative available for the event. But but you could see in the pictures that uh, before, th that when he was being wheeled off uh, in the wheelchair, there was no blood dripping, he was upright instead of prone, it was below the knee amputation, and yet Three weeks later, he was making public appearances with an above-the-knee amputation, and it just—it's usually the knee is the most important thing to preserve, and I don't understand. I, I just doesn't ring true. We understand the difficulty of our explanation in terms of your investigation, yet we note that um, the different groups intervening in the name of uh, government authority were actually separate groups, not a unified force. Thus, you have the two major shadow governments on the federal level extending their investigations and influence into the local level of the event. The groups are uh, maintaining their separate initiatives and therefore seek to control the information involved uh, with um, public exposure. What you note is valid. The group 
involved in that instance was um, the International Financiers Group. They seek to control the narrative, and by controlling the narrative of such events, can influence national and international reactions. Are, are you saying Thank you, that Monitor. The, I think we have to move on. Um, is it a quick question, Rick? Only five minutes. Yeah, um, it is. It's a yes or no. Are you saying that the Tsarnaev brothers were were the perpetrators or were they the patsies for another group? They were the patsies uh, for the financiers. Okay. Thank you. Is that satisfying, Rick? I mean, complete. It's complete. It's not satisfying, but it's complete. Okay, I understand. Thank you. (laughs) Bill, you're next. Thank you, Monitor, for your your presence to hear and answer our questions. My first question is, uh, I highly respect the sources that I've read about to give us the knowledge and information to the answers of my question, our questions. Will you please give us a numerical rating of your accuracy and reliability of the information that you give us and others as answers to our questions? And we would rate uh, the accuracy of the information we convey through the channel at roughly uh, 90 to 95%, especially in terms um, of uh, physical events. When we deal with uh, events beyond the physical, our accuracy is greater. Thank you. And may I follow up with a related question, which is, is the among all the other sources on the planet Earth, uh, who's uh, who's second in accuracy and reliability after you? We would not necessarily place ourselves as first in accuracy and reliability, yet we would rank high. We have a number of different uh, teaching sources operating through the planet. And uh, it is in the nature of information exchange that there be some diversity or diversion from um, one account to another. Take that uh, into consideration as you compare different sources of information. The absolute truth uh, is not... uh, conveyable in conventional language. You need to understand that human language is considered an artifact by those who exist beyond the physical realm. The normal mode of communication is telepathic, and with telepathic communication, true accuracy can be achieved. When it needs to be translated, uh, as in this case, into human language. 
a certain degree of accuracy is lost. It often involves us in our commitment to assist in providing information over a period of time in a series of transmissions. In that way, we can better shape concepts and the meanings of specific words. In dealing with uh, political events, the challenge is often greatest because uh, the response to a simple question may involve considerable triangulation on our part, working with different uh, sources of information. When uh, Rick asks us uh, about uh, the brothers involved in the Boston bombing, we seek information first from the high selves of those individuals. And when the question focuses upon a greater scene than the involvement of those brothers, the information needs to be gleaned from the high selves of others engaged in the background, often involved in the creation of false flag incidents. When we gather that information, it occurs all on a telepathic level and then must be transmitted in a comprehensible way through the language banks of the channel. If you ask three channels of high quality the same question, you will gain an overlap or triangulation of statements that agree that you will also find uh, disagreements because of the use of different sources and the challenges of translation. Thank you. And is there time for another related question to the uh, excellent answer that you gave us? If so, I will ask it. Well, Bill, um, maybe it's good if we just move on to Holly and then we can have time for another round unless it's it's something you need to clarify the answer that was just given? Uh, no, it's just it was just what it, um, Rick asked me to ask. It's, quant it's just number, a series of numbers, so I think it'll be quick. All right, go ahead. All right. Um, monitor, how would you rate the uh, accuracy and reliability of the following communicators? Uh, Wayne Madsen... Dr. Stephen Greer, Dr. Steve Pizniak, and, and uh, Mr. Corey Good. We shall take them one at a time. We ask you to name the first one, and we will comment. Wayne Madsen, M-A-D-S-E-N. 75 to 80%. Whoa. Okay. Next, Dr. Stephen Greer. 
Dr. Steve Pizanek. 60 to 70%. And Mr. Corey Good. Here we see a deterioration. We see a current uh, value as an information source is uh, roughly 40 to 50%. And uh, Cobra, the code name Cobra. Cobra, we see now at uh, 70 to 80%. Thank you very much. You need to realize that different viewpoints are necessary when souls embody in human form. Souls may communicate clearly, and uh, humans struggle to achieve um, coherent communication. Thank, Thank you. you. Holly, it's your turn. Holly, are you there? No. Yeah. Can't hear you. Maybe you need to unmute yourself. Did you okay. mute yourself? I, I did, and I okay. button did unmute. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm here. Okay. Hello, monitor, and thank you for being here with us. I really appreciate this very much. I think more so than the first time because my understanding, my awareness, my depth of I think some comprehension has increased, and. Uh, so I'm bringing, I think, more respect um, a deeper from a deeper place inside of me this time, and I'm very grateful for that. My question is, um, how how are we to understand the Rh negative factor in human blood, and does it distinguish individuals who have it in any way? Are there capacities or challenges besides the birth complications associated with it, or is it largely irrelevant now? The we question see that in some instances, that factor is uh, relatively benign. Yet in other circumstances within the physical body, it becomes... Um, increasingly impactful. It needs to be viewed within its context of functions. The challenge lies in keeping the bloodstream as pure as possible, yet that becomes almost impossible in present circumstances uh, of um, the United States and other more advanced nations because of the pollution coming from water, air, and food, as well as medications. The factor 
becomes more impactful as pollution increases within Mm -hmm. the body and especially the blood, the focus to consider involves the presence of partial proteins that are allowed to move through the bloodstream and lodge into cells throughout the body. Partial proteins act as um, opportunities for other microscopic uh, molecules, viruses, and other smaller factors to link with the partial proteins. When they link, they create a new construction that can change the reaction of uh, the lymphatic system and uh, the reaction of the tissues in which they lodge. The major factor to be developed involves um, blood purification through a balanced lifestyle. Okay, thank you. Can I ask another related part to this question? Okay. Thank you, which is that um, how relevant um, is I've heard that the the DNA is different without the Rh factor, and that some people say that that means that it that blood is more of celestial origin, and that it identifies someone with Atlantean origins. Um, so I'm wondering if you could comment on that. We find that. Um partially true. The Atlantean civilization was able to develop technical competence largely through ET sharing Mm -hmm. of um, technology and information. The goal of that initial period of civilization was to be able to link diverse portions of the world where different peoples developed largely in isolation. Yet the linkage which developed through the technologies of broadcast uh, power and uh, ships that traveled uh, through the air on the water and below the water became tainted with greed and corruption. The (coughs) pardon, the RH factor is indeed linked uh, to the Atlantean civilization 
in its middle and uh, later portions of expression. The factor is not necessarily an uplifting factor. It served um, a purpose during the onset of the Atlantean civilization, but then became uh, less impactful as um, generation followed generation. Thus, the orage factor is not necessarily celestial in the sense of being an aid or uplift to the physical body. The DNA structure is determined mainly by the collaboration of soul and monad. The soul contributes uh, to its construction through an individual manifestation of energetic elements expressed in form. The physical strands of DNA then express that individual aspect and at the same time the universal or contextual aspect contributed by monad. Monad um, goals aim at the evolution of the planetary being and um, the advancement of um, all beings engaged with the planet. Each physical planet um, serves a similar purpose throughout the universe. The physical expression of DNA often brings a viewpoint that physical structure is primary and that what is built upon that structure is um, of a higher nature, engaging in the function of organisms. From our perspective, we see the DNA structure as a growth mechanism that is generated far beyond the physical plane. It is generated in the buddhic plane by monad and in the causal plane by soul. And in that collaborative configuration produces what is needed for the long-term evolution of species. In a personal view, one person's DNA structure will consist of a polyglot of different influences 
introduced to the etheric body, which then manifests the physical DNA and other bodily structures. From our perspective, we see DNA as designed to function from the higher planes in guiding lower plane species and individual development into positive evolutionary paths. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, it is now my turn, Deborah. Monitor, um, as we have spoken about, I'm involved um, in the InPower movement um, to stop smart meters. And in a recent conversation with one of the uh, key players in the InPower movement, Cal Washington, he stated that the queen has broken her oath. And I would like to know if that is correct, if, and if so, what are the implications of that? And there's some background noise, so whoever is unmuted, if you could please mute yourself, that would be great. Thanks. We find that his statement is valid, <clears throat> that the Queen of England has um, <clears throat> yielded to persuasion from a subgroup of international financiers and is taking a position that affects the City of London and its operations that are hidden from public knowledge. The deviation she has chosen has been for the sake of improving conditions of the people throughout the world. Her act is an act of risk and compassion. The multiple images of the Queen of England create confusion. In our view, this single act does not place her at great risk, yet does stimulate a growing conflict between three groups of the financiers. Her act uh, removes uh, some of the power and privilege that the central core group of financiers in Europe have been seeking as they implement steps to convert the group of nations into a world government. The Queen's action makes their progress more difficult. It removes um, the mechanisms that have been available to them previously, centering upon the City of London. 
Thank you. Okay, you guys, do I have time to ask a follow-up question? <laughs> of course. So, Monitor, I'm wondering here on the local front in Hawaii, um, we have now filed 11 notices of liability against the our commissioners of the Public Utilities Commission and against the presidents and CEOs of the utility and the and the subutility. How we've heard nothing from them. How are our NOLs being received by them? We see that they are consulting with uh, others in the network um, of financiers that have been dealing with that challenge in other areas of, of the world. They have not, on a local level, achieved a plan to deal with it. They are still pondering the threat that they face as um, officials who can be held uh, publicly responsible for the harmed individual filing the notices of liability. Thus, locally, there is speculation, yet they have not received what they would regard as an authoritative words of advice. We see that no action has been taken thus far. Thank you. Rick, you're up next. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm going to hold off on the question I was going to ask about Las Vegas because of something you said uh, in response to Bill Monter. You uh, gave the source COBRA a rating of 70 to 80%, but I'm remembering that in a personal session a couple of months ago, I had also asked you about COBRA, and you only rated him as 20%. Can you comment on this discrepancy, apparent discrepancy? Yes. <clears throat> The process of communication through channeling is uh, subject to variation from occasion to occasion. The impact upon the source of COBRA lately has been of a positive nature. The channel has previously been aligned along a certain belief system and has been exposed <clears throat> by the high self to another belief system, one that offers a broader, more universal perspective. The channel is challenged with accepting the new perspective and uh, allowing it to add its contribution to further acts of channeling. 
the function of a channel is not the equivalent of a radio station or a TV station. It is more variable depending upon the channel's ability to function within the range of human consciousness. When that consciousness is relatively organized and still, the channeling process is less disturbed for any individual channel. Yet when human consciousness is disturbed, it uh, reduces the ability of any channel to convey with greater accuracy. In other words, when the subconscious mind and outer self of the channel are impacted by events that stir up internal reactions, those reactions will tend to cloud the effectiveness of the channel. The individual channeling identified as COBRA is uh, now in a transitional state and uh, will face choices that will determine the quality of channeling and the rating that we have provided. Please understand that the rating is um, like a snapshot. Yet more than including one instance of channeling, but rather a trend of channeling. So are you saying that COBRA's belief systems are changing? Or uh, I thought for a moment you might have been saying that Harvey's belief systems no, are changing. No, talking they're talking about COBRA. We the, agree. We are talking about the individual channeling COBRA. Okay. So the other ratings from last time would, would not have changed? David Wilcock and Benjamin Fulford and Matthew Ward? Or perhaps they're also undergoing belief changes. Yes. In, in general, <clears throat> the lower ratings reflect the influence of illusion and glamour mm-hmm. in those personalities. Many times, the outer self may be more free from the effects of illusion and glamour than subconscious selves. Channels who develop higher quality male and female selves and mental judge selves will tend to be more stable and clearer because those selves have received adequate training in past lives. It also depends upon the groups surrounding them in the higher planes. Some of those support groups arranged around uh, channels are more reactive than others. 
the channels that have a more stable base of support in their supportive groups will tend to remain relatively rated in the same range. Yet, those who experience groups that are more dynamic or pushing for certain objectives through the channeling process will be subject to greater variation. Thank you. Bill? Yes. Monitor, um, in continuing with your helpful communication about COBRA, uh, he first spoke in the United States in New York City five years ago. I was there, and he emphasized the occurrence of what he calls the event, at which time uh, information about the positive ETs, extraterrestrials, uh, who are the light workers liberating uh, the planet from the uh, negative evil forces, will uh, complete their work and the information will then become public. He explained that there will be uh, a, ch a challenge in the world economically for a period of time. My question is, in your highest wisdom and knowledge, how do you suggest um, one prepare for this event as defined by COBRA and others, spiritually, mentally, physically and economically. Oh, and that's going to be a five-minute answer for sure. <laughs> um, and economically can be the briefest. Um, Cobra said that the banks uh, will take, the uh, the financiers will take all the money and uh, from the banks. And uh, so uh, my, thought, my question as that relates to that is, um, Will it be returned? Do we need to prepare for that loss if the financiers do that before the event or after the event? Uh, we <clears throat> respond by saying that um, we agree in general with those statements. The <clears throat> group of international financiers sense increasing conflict and disturbance within their ranks. Groups that they have controlled easily in the past are now rebelling and seeking their own paths to improve their level of power and influence. The core group of financiers uh, situated in Central Europe has moved ahead 
in their plans in creating a banking crisis that will extend through most of the world but not directly affect the Islamic banking system. They are still planning to create a a banking crisis and uh, thereby expand their level of control through hidden means throughout the network of central banks and uh, the banks within nations. They wish to make their power secure because they feel deterioration of their influence. In contrast, those involved in the Nazi international movement are working to maintain the current economies in most nations because they need additional funds to support their space programs. They have been confronted by coalition of ETs that are forcing them to either change their operations and ethics or to find a way to elude the ET demands. Thus, the Nazi International Group seek to utilize the incomes they receive from uh, insurance, health care, pharmaceutical, and technological industries to boost their technical development to a higher level. They conflict in their priorities with the financiers. The one of the role of Antichrist is uh, not desiring a financial collapse within the world at this time, yet could take advantage of it if it occurs. He has devised ways of tapping the stock markets, bond markets, commodity markets throughout the world in draining away financial resources. His method has not been detected or countered. He utilizes that flow of resources to build the military capabilities of most Islamic nations, concealing the fact 
that he has created a network that would uh, promote coordinated actions on the part of different Islamic nations. The three major influences, as we see them, are um, interacting without uh, clearly focusing or acknowledging the influence of the spiritual hierarchy, which has uh, supported uh, the introduction of ETs into human awareness. Pardon, we must change the tape. We continue. The spiritual hierarchy has long worked in collaboration with ETs and uh, is able to produce expressions of um, disclosure in several nations that would successfully introduce to the populations of nations the ongoing beneficial influence of ETs. While there are some subgroups of ETs that seek to exploit Earth, the broader coalition of ETs has always supported the development of life in Earth and the maturation of the planetary being. Disclosure of ET presence becomes more likely. It is still fervently resisted by both financiers and the Nazi International. The event of disclosure is likely not to be one, but several events that will be timed and presented in appropriate places of Earth in order to present the positive aspects of human and ET linkage. The repressive forces are the ones we've named, and uh, through their conflicts, generally weaken their overall influence. They resort to severe techniques of punishment and death to control individuals and the leaders of groups favoring full disclosure of the ET presence. And as their power declines, along with the models of control that they have long utilized, 
they will arrive at a point where the spiritual hierarchy will deliberately open disclosure of Earth's role among a universe of planets. Thank you. Holly? Holly, remember to unmute yourself. Holly, we can't hear you. There we go. (laughs) Sorry. I mute and unmute three times. All right. So um, my next question, please, has to do with the series of events that all happened around the same time with all the flooding in India, Nepal, and Bangladesh, the two earthquakes in Mexico, and the three hurricanes in the Caribbean and the Gulf. And I note that there, all these happened around the band of the Tropic of Cancer. And I'm wondering if geoengineering was involved. Also, I've read in your book that earthquake activity is about divas, underworld um, divic beings being released into the upper world and that magma then um, is pushed up and so is this also a part of Atlantis re-emerging? We note that the two hurricanes affecting the southern portion of the United States were managed by the northeast group of financiers. They have been engaged with the Southern Group in increasing conflict for a number of years and thus were striking a blow that affected not only the Southern Group of financiers, whose wealth and influence is strongly tied to petroleum, but also weakening the economy of the United States and of those states impacted by the storms. The later hurricanes were not uh, directly controlled. The events impacting the area of India and uh, Southern Asia were not deliberately planned. They simply occurred based upon the alignment of forces. The major seismic change now taking place within the Pacific Plate involves um, the fracturing of the plate in the vicinity of uh, Vanuatu. The portion of the plate there is under enormous stress and the outward thrust of magma beneath the plate will produce a fracture across uh, an area of several hundred miles. And that fracture will have mixed effects upon the rim of the Pacific Plate. Mm -hmm. 
economic factors are now more prominent than previously. We see a number of active events around the Pacific Plate. And uh, that will at times involve um, large uh, earthquakes. Mm -hmm. As the plate adjusts its overall position, we see that plate as uh, elevating on its eastern end, bordering the Americas, and descending on its western end, bordering uh, Asia. The descent on the western end will have severe consequences as the plate itself actually declines through a series of movements. There will be no one single event, but a series of events that will submerge a significant portion of Japan and its islands. There will be sufficient time for people to escape and relocate. And uh, <clears throat> as the area near Vanuatu completely fractures, much of the stress in the Pacific Plate will seek release. The release will occur around its periphery. And that will affect both Americas and uh, Asia. The description of all the changes in motion throughout the planet requires examination of multiple factors. We shall share a few. First of all, we see the major cause of global warming as emanations of energy from the sun. Human contributions uh, of gases that retain warmth also contribute, but constitute a much smaller factor. The sun is moving gradually into a state of greater radiance on etheric levels. From the viewpoint of the solar deity managing such events, it represents an upgrading of the planet Earth. The impact will also affect Mars. The planets with physical civilizations will be affected through etheric radiant energy from the sun. The planets Venus and Mercury do not have physical levels of civilization. They are more advanced and will only experience upgrading. The upgrading in Earth will be more complicated because of life embodied in the physical plane. Mm. Yet, <clears throat> The efforts being made 
across the varied nations to reduce the greenhouse gases and uh, sequester carbon in the soil and water are of definite value. They represent a benefit in not only making more people and leaders aware of the need to care for their environment, but also give them a sense of power as they can demonstrate a reduction in the rate of temperature increase on the surface of the planet. We note that uh, the beings called the devas who represent um, a major source of creativity in the world of forms are also being affected uh, by the energies emanated by the sun. They at times absorb those energies on an etheric level and feel a need to increase their activity and as they do that tends to produce more agitation in the physical and etheric climates of the planet. Mm. That agitation becomes increasingly elevated in amplitude and thus the humans of the planet are entering into a period of greater agitation in the forces of nature. This will result in increased creativity and new forms new species of uh, life will continue to emerge. They emerge as mutations or as even new creative forms. They mark the entry of um, a greater stage of growth. And as humanity learns to be neighbors with ETs, they will also become elevated in perception to a point where they will notice the other species of life living in parallel with them. The transformations will be quite important that in the immediate future humans will see the breakdown of most of their systems of economy and government. People seeking responsible leadership roles will face challenge after challenge yet be capable 
through additional ET assistance of meeting those challenges. The focus within human beings needs to be the purification of character. Mm. Where the human personality expresses the values of soul. Those challenges will be paramount. And uh, as people clear their hearts and minds and become more compatible with soul, they will open opportunities that have not been possible to address in prior eras. Overall, the spiritual hierarchy has a creative plan that works on collective and individual levels. That plan is implemented through the souls and high selves of human personalities. It places uh, a challenge before each person to open to those interior resources and uh, make decisions and choices that align more with soul. Through the friction of these major transformations in consciousness and substance, the character of humans and of the earth itself will constantly improve. We do not see any danger that uh, humans will destroy themselves and their planet. Circumstances will provoke anxiety from time to time, yet the overall control through freedom as opposed to compulsion will move humanity into a more mature position. The challenges before each individual will unfold step by step. And uh, we hope through these comments to provide a general framework for you to consider. Thank you. Mm, Thank you. And a quick yes or no question to end. Was the Las Vegas massacre from a couple of days ago a false flag event? Yes. Thank you. It involved... a collaboration with the shooter who was uh, mentally ill and uh, linked the event with uh, the general texture of uh, terrorism. Other events will also be provoked, and um, the financiers, as well as the Nazi International, are 
involved in supporting such events. They believe that through maintaining a level of uh, fear in the nation, that they will be better able to achieve the changes they seek, get their conflicts of group to group on high levels will produce unexpected changes. We see the value of each person learning the practice of asking for protection and cleansing because uh, the effect of the black magicians will continue to amplify. The black magicians represent a phase of growth of humanity. And uh, as people become better able to cleanse and protect themselves through use of their high selves, the solar angels, they will be able to more effectively counter the effects of black magicians. And through invoking the golden light of grace for all the black magicians of the world, their evolution shall increase to the point where they will eventually evolve beyond reliance upon selfishness and black magic. In that way, humanity brings about a deeper healing of its own dynamics. We shall close at this time. We appreciate your participation. What we share with you may seem startling or contradictory at times, yet we encourage you to seek your sense of validity, your sense of truth within your heart. We bless each one, and we leave you now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are you mm-hmm. feeling, Rick, uh, after getting the answer? Yes, that was helpful, you... Harvey. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Th- thank you, yeah. Harvey. Okay, very, very friend. enlightening, Harvey. Well, <laughs> yeah, we get enlightened, then we have to do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my friends. Well, I need to move on, so I'll, I'll let you... Um, you know, do what you need to do. So Thank God you. bless each one. Okay. Thanks. God bless you. God bless. Thank Thanks, you. Bye bye for now. Bye bye. God bless you. I'm um I'm trying to uh <laughs> trying to end this call. <laughs> I mean to end the recording, I mean. And oh. uh 
somehow the system is not letting me. So when you get the um, when you get the recording, just know that it's it will look longer than it really is because stop it. Okay. What system are you using, Deborah? Bakshu. You got the email, yeah. Oh, the talk. Oh, you you were recording with talk to what? Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I wondered. Okay. Yeah. Um. So it's a very strange name, talk shoe, but it's uh, it's 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 those of us who grew up. You know, I think I think all of us are kind of in the same generation here. Um. The Ed Sullivan Show. Ed Sullivan used to say, "Welcome to the shoe," and so they named it Talk Shoe after Ed Sullivan saying oh, "shoe" oh. instead of "show." Oh, I thought it was from Get Smart, where he talked into his shoe. I know, I know. Done. That's what I thought at first too, and then I investigated, and it's Ed Sullivan. Anyway, same same era. Okay, and fun. So, a touch of humor. Yes. Um, do you guys have a few minutes to debrief, or everybody needs to go, or what? I'm free. I have some time. I, I do too. I have, I have I have a few minutes. Yep. Holly. I have flying in at two thirty. So. Well, then. It's only a very few minutes. Yeah. Whatever you need, you should go first. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I need to go first? I guess. Um, well, one question, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to add, but one of the things, like of all the uh, res- the answers that I got um, for about the RH negative question, yeah, when he when they were saying the um, the factor, they talked about the factor is mostly benign and sometimes increasingly impactful, and then he began to talk about some issues with the bloodstream and the increase in pollution and stuff. And then I got really confused. It's like the factor is the R is the RH, and the, so when he's saying that, did you get the sense that when he's saying that, what he's talking about is that the RH factor was added to bring more connection between all the differing groups of people who were developing in isolated parts of the world. So he's really talking more about the RH positive factor than the RH negative. Did that come across? I, in my and I wasn't I wasn't I have to confess wasn't completely present with that response, but my sense was he was talking they were talking just about the factor itself. Whether you have it or you don't? Right. Hmm. Okay. I mean because it's either positive or negative, right? Positive meaning you have it, negative meaning you don't. That's how I understand it. Right, but it that's is. That's how I understand I mean, it. Yeah, yeah that, that's correct. But I, I don't. I'm gonna have to wait to listen to it again to see. Yeah, that's what I thought. What okay. he was actually talking about these partial proteins. I'm not sure what that, what that actually is. Um, okay. I, I was also a little bit focused elsewhere. I was trying to track down that other reading where you had a different percentage for cobra. So. Yeah. Half listening, half not there. Okay. 